Belgium. It's the constant, it's like the emergency brake on a train of self-will. Yeah? Just pull it, the pause stops, because it's a drag to jump off a train when it's going 30 miles per hour. You're going to get hurt, yeah? But when you pull that brake off, the train stops, you can get out. And then when you get out, you realize you were never in. That's the solution. The pause will demonstrate what's happening exactly here, which is absolutely freaking nothing, in a sense. All this something that you have so much interest in, being right about how terrible your life is, whatever, in one pause, it can be erased. Its effects can be erased as if it was never true, because why? It was never true. That's the reason why it feels like that. Don't you sometimes you get the feeling like none of this ever happened? Because, in fact, none of this ever actually happened. That feeling is one of the most authentic feelings you'll ever have. When you realize, Jesus, it seems like nothing happened yesterday. Exactly. Nothing did happen. Where the only way you can go to yesterday is what? Through your memory. Can you feel it? Can you taste it? Is your calendar real? Do you have a little, like, 24-hour video that you can watch? Yeah, it was yesterday. I saw it. But that would be now. Yeah. I'm just feeling, you know... We are, in a sense, there's been a capturing of our consciousness by a system of mind called self-centeredness. You don't want to go into any of its little galleries or its labyrinthine little hallways. Just go to the center, which is the idea of being a self. If that's not true, you get relief from the whole system. Because there are hallways in the system that are called relief. They're very, very long, and there's a lot of product lines there. And you can become a seeker, and you can try lots of them. But the whole fact is, the system of self-centeredness will override whatever you think you're doing, because there's a sense of a you doing it. So if you think you're going on a retreat, and you were doing 13 hours of meditation, whatever arises from that event will be claimed by the head, as I had this incredible experience at the retreat. That retreat, you just nuded the whole event. Because the I gets reinforced, yeah? You see how anything that the head comes in contact with, it takes advantage of. It makes a story about it as you as the center point. So what you're saying is there's no more to the eye than That's all it does is claim, yes. It says I was there when it wasn't there. Yeah, just like an epiphany happens. If you ever had an epiphany, it's nice you, I'm getting a suntan. It's like I'm hitting, I'm killing two birds with one stone. I got, don't have to go to the tanning, tanning salon today. <laughs> Just sitting here. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like if you have an epiphany, first of all, the language is terrible because you never had an epiphany. Well, let's say an epiphany. If you've ever had that experience, did you actually know it was coming on? Really? Have you ever made reservations uh, for an epiphany? You know, do you have your Kenny G music with you and the candles and, you know, the bubble bath or the, you know, the eagle claw bathtub? And no, it usually just inserts itself into your linear story, which is what the mind's producing, is a linear story of time as you as an action figure and you as being the one constant in all the comings and goings in that life. You are a coming and going as a body. You are part and parcel of what's appearing and disappearing here. But you, the mind separates you from that and you become the subject. That You are the constant thing that moves through all these moment, linear moments. This is just a freaking prefab interpretation. But so let's say an epiphany occurs. 
and maybe it lasts for a couple hours, you know, whatever. But when I'm telling you, you'll notice, usually when it ends, there'll be a, a, a stream of thinking that coincides with its quote-unquote ending, which is the head has a feeling that I had this incredible experience. I can't wait to tell people. Yeah? That's the selfing. So the epiphany had the ability to stop the mental process of selfing. Yeah? Startles it. The awareness become, is seen as the awareness, not as a self that's aware. It's a beautiful event. Yet the head re, reorganizes and goes, oh, I just had this incredible epiphany, which stops the epiphany. And it's sort of like you capture this event and you claim it and you put it on your spiritual mantle. And then maybe you call up some other spiritual people and you compare so that they can tell you, yes, you're on the seventh level of spiritual achievement now. I've, I've weighed it, I've judged it, I've ruled it. Yeah, you're going pretty good, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to get there maybe in a couple of lifetimes. Not this lifetime, but if a few more lifetimes, I think you're going to break the bond of this mortal coil. Oh, fuck out, fuck it. But the whole idea is the epiphany was a demonstration of what's so, and your claiming it is a demonstration of what's not so. What happens is your attention and interest goes in and says this is what's so, and this making this what's so makes that what's not so. And what this is not is an experience you had. The epiphany was not an experience you had. But you make that what it is, which is not what it is. And you make what isn't what it is. That's what the mind does. So then you have, now you become an, an epiphany gatherer. So the insanity, I've seen it. You will go to the same hotel where it happened, and you'll have the same Kenny G song on, and the same candles, and the same bubble bath, and you'll try to reproduce what you believe you did to bring about the epiphany. It's all hilarious. But why it doesn't work is you never did anything to bring it freaking about. Yeah? <laughs> That's the news. Epiphanies would become more prevalent if you would stop thinking they were yours. What are you going to do? So any questions today? Uh, stunned into silence. You like it outside? I like it out here. It's nice. Well, you always have a sense of self in a dream. Don't you usually? Yeah, you appear in the dream. Yeah. It's the mind dreaming. What, what else, how else would it see a dream other than with it being in it? Ramana Maharshi. Oh, this guy. I don't, you can look it up after. Sometimes there'll be a dream that downloads not from the system of self-centeredness. Oh, yeah. But most dreams are, are just a product of the mental process. Yeah. So whatever, like we saw some animal films the other day, you know, like eagle catching a sheep and you know flying away with it. Freaking mind-boggling. A freaking eagle taking like a big sized sheep and flying down this incredible canyon with the sheep hanging from its talons, you know. So we had all these things. So one of the dreams I had the next night were two dogs eating the carcass of another dog. This is the mind processing in a different way, you know. What else?
whatever it took. It's representing it once again. The, 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 the intent is to see the representing. So there's conscious contact seemingly, yeah? And then the mind overrides that and represents it to you as you having conscious contact. And from there, that interpretation geometrically progresses. So the mind riffs on it like a jazz player. Yeah? But the first note is what starts the song. So the solution is seeing the first note to me. It's not a solution. It's just recognizing when the whole song's going to start. And then the song can continue, but that your emphasis or attention or interest hasn't been delivered to it. Yeah? So now you see it, but you're not the action figure. You're not identified as the action figure. And what happens is, if you're not the action figure, you lose interest in it. You just do. That's the nature of this place. You're self-centered. You're not what your attention and interest goes to whatever you believe to be you. If you're not that self, then your attention and interest will go to what you, what you start entertaining to be you. For me, it's, let's say, consciousness or awareness. So the same attention and interest that's binding you will free you. It's the same thing. It's just like faith. Everyone in this place right now has tons of faith. This whole idea of you have to get faith is baloney to me. You have total faith in the thoughts in your head most of the time. So when you have faith in the thoughts in your head, you, that faith, yes, given, put into this vehicle produces anxiety. That's what you do. You make something that's imaginary, a future as real as real can be to you, and then you worry about it all day. If that isn't faith, like they say in the Bible, you know, faith can move mountains. We are miracle workers every day. You are making what's not happening seem more important than what's happening. If that isn't a miracle, I don't know what is. Where you can take a mythical Friday and make it more important than a Saturday. That's mind-boggling to me. Seriously. You know? That you can, you can be an incredible, beautiful event and have four thoughts and totally <laughs> block out that, the effects of that event and go to a, a private mythical world where you're getting fucked. Terrible. Yeah? So you'll be in a beautiful situation. You've been working all year to go on this vacation, and you're there, and yet your mind is making what's not happening. So you, here you are at work, and so you, you're making what's not happening in Hawaii. And so you're pinning all your hopes on when that what's not happening becomes what's happening. You get to Hawaii, and the mind now makes what's not happening, which is work, dominate your trip to Hawaii. You can't freaking win. Yeah? So you 50 weeks, you're working... I can't wait to go to Hawaii. That's my what's not happening. Then you get there, and now the other what's not happening overrides that. Because that's what's happening now. So you see, the point of the head isn't to find a great what's happening. It's to manufacture what's not happening. It doesn't care. Your story that keeps you attuned to it is that you believe that it actually, if it would find something that was really great in what's happening, it would surrender to it and open up to it. It will not do that. Its desire is to make what's not happening. It doesn't matter if you're in paradise. It will, if you drop an a, an, a recovering person in heaven, it will be hell in a day. You'll find something wrong with it. Because the head wants to make what's not happening. Because selfing stars in what's not happening. In this moment, in what's happening, there is a perfect solution to the dilemma. Because it's obvious if you're located now, there is no self. You don't have to read books or anything like that. Maybe you need some pointers, but once you have the pointers and the, the basic understanding about there may not be a long-lasting, solid, independent entity, if that's brought into the moment, it'll be obvious. Yeah? Because there's no need for one. 
There's just living going on. Yeah? But in what's not happening, you starve as a self. Because when you think about the past, you picture yourself as a body there. Yeah? When you're thinking about the future, are you ever thinking about how your spirit's going to be in the future? No fucking way. You're thinking about the body. Literally. You're going, well, where am I going to be in ten years from now? This is all identification of self. That's why it loves what's not happening. So we're miracle workers, every one of us. We have total faith in the thoughts in our head, and it makes what's not happening override what's happening. This is a surrendering of that playing God. And let, be, let what is be what is. Yeah. Try it. Like right now, what, what can you have any problem with right now? You can have maybe a problem with me talking or anything, but basically minor problems. What's going on? Your body's striving in the sun. It feels good. You're unwinding. Maybe you had a good quinoa breakfast. Everything's fucking totally okay. What is there to be worried about? You have to think about something to bring it into reality to you. Yeah? You have to think about what could possibly happen next week to start flipping out. And what gives you no immunity to those thoughts? You think they're about you or you're the thinker of them. So you're enmeshed in them immediately. If you can entertain you're not that, thoughts will come and they will go. That's their nature. They come and go. But when they come in us, we say they're my thoughts and then, then they don't go. They start orbiting around this central idea of Paul. And they drive you crazy, seemingly. The you that you're not. You never get driven crazy. Never. What you are is unblemished by this fucking place. It's never been touched. No, whatever scar I have on my body, there's no scar on that. Whatever heinous act I seem to have done, there's no blemish on that. This thing is pristine, innocent, pure every moment because it's a non-moment. It has, no, it has never been in the dirty air. It never rolled around and got dirty. You're like in the doorway. You're appearing as an action figure, but you're not that. Yeah. So, there you have it. You got two main for this one.